0: Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, only you can steal. My soul soul tests again this morning. Lord, my soul tests to know you. I want to know you more and more. I want to know you better and better. Thank you, Lord, for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, because the word says that this is the day that you made. Lord, you will cause us to rejoice, to be glad in today. And so, Father, thank you for the goodness of today. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings that, Lord, you have provided for us today, for the blessing and the gift of life. Lord, the breath in our nostrils. We say thank you this morning. Lord, for the privilege to come into your presence, we say thank you this morning for the grace to come into your presence, we say thank you this morning, Lord, be glorified forevermore. We thank you for the privilege to worship the King of Kings, we worship the one who is from everlasting to everlasting, we worship Jehovah this morning, Yahweh be glorified, In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for this privilege, Lord. We do not take it for granted. As we bless you this morning, as we worship in your presence, and as we read your word again, Lord, we ask, speak to to us again this morning. Help us to comprehend and understand your word. Let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, let me say a big welcome to everyone joining in to devotion this morning. I am Murphy. We continue reading the book of Acts of the Apostles. Yesterday we stopped on chapter 6. We saw this uh, wicked and false accusation against Stephen. Now they brought him before the council. And sincerely, uh, it's quite strange. Things have really changed in just about two months since Jesus was crucified. It's been just about two months since Jesus was crucified. At that time, the uh, the priests, the council themselves, had to take Jesus to the governor. They took him to 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 Pilate, you know. They took him to Herod, you know, because they could not kill him themselves. They said that there were no laws they could use that allows them, permits them to kill anyone. But now they are able to kill someone, okay? Because they will kill Stephen. Hmm. So big lessons for us this morning, as we look at the boldness in the life of Stephen, of Stephen, and how he is able to confront the people and speak his mind, stand. For his faith and preach the gospel, it will cost him his life. Um, but big lessons for us this morning, okay. What can we learn from that? And then in Acts chapter 8, okay, we saw persecution arise, massive one, very terrible one. Believers are killed, right, left, and center, and then they are scattered. So you ask yourself: was this intentional? Was this planned? Because God, Jesus, specifically told them that there will be witnesses, okay, for him, starting in Jerusalem. And then gradually, they were supposed to move to the uttermost part of the earth. But they were not moving. Everybody was stationed in the same place. And so, was that persecution supposed to scatter them in so that they are able to take the gospel to the uttermost part of the earth? We will never be able to tell. Uh, but, hmm... The persecution will prove whether their faith is real. All right, please get your Bibles this morning. Let's read Acts chapter 7 and 8. This one is a long read, so we'll read and just follow. Please uh, read with me this morning. Stephen addresses the council. Uh, Then the high priest asked Stephen, Are these accusations true? Uh, This was Stephen's reply. Brothers and sisters, listen to his reply, massive and, and, and amazing, wonderful reply. This was Stephen's reply. Brothers and sisters, listen to me. Our glorious God appeared to our, to our ancestors uh, Abraham in Mesopotamia before he settled in Aran. God told him, leave your native country, uh, leave your native land and your relative and come into the land that I will show you So Abraham left the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Aran until his father died. Then God brought him here to the land where you now live. But God gave him no inheritance here, not even one square foot of land. God did promise, however, that eventually the whole land would belong to Abraham and his descendants, even though he had no children yet. God also told him that his descendants would live in a foreign land where they would be oppressed as slaves for 400 years. But I will punish the nation that enslaved them, God said, and in the end they will come out and worship me here in this place. God also gave Abraham the covenant of circumcision at that time. So when Abraham became the father of Isaac, he circumcised him on the eighth day. And the practice uh, was continued when Isaac became the father of Jacob, and when Jacob became the father of the twelve patriarchs of the Israelite nation. These patriarchs were jealous of their brother Joseph, and they sold him to be a slave in Egypt. But God was with him, and rescued him from all his troubles. And God gave him favor before Pharaoh, king of Egypt, God also gave Joseph unusual wisdom. God was the one who gave him, okay? God gave him unusual wisdom so that Pharaoh appointed him governor over all of Egypt and put him in charge of the palace. But a famine came upon Egypt and Canaan. There was great misery. Uh, mi- uh, misery yes, And our ancestors ran out of food. Jacob heard that there was still grain in Egypt, so he sent his sons, our ancestors, to, uh, to buy some. The second time they went, uh, Joseph revealed his identity to his brothers, and they were introduced to Pharaoh. Then Joseph sent for his father Jacob and all his relatives to come to Egypt, 75 persons in all. So Jacob went to Egypt. He died there, as did our ancestors. Their bodies were taken to Shechem and buried in the tomb Abraham had bought for a certain price from Amor's son in Shechem. As the time drew near, when God would fulfill his promise to Abraham, the number of our people in Egypt greatly increased. But then a new king came to the throne of Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph. Uh, This king exploited our people and oppressed them. Forcing, them, uh, forcing parents uh, to abandon their newborn babies so they would die. At that time, Moses was born, a beautiful child in God's eyes. His parents cared for him at home for three months. When they had to abandon him, Pharaoh's daughter adopted him and raised him as her own son. Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was powerful in both speech and actions. Hmm. The same Moses that told God that he was his Tamara. Hmm. He was powerful in both speech and action. One day, when Moses was 40 years old, he decided to visit his relatives, the people of Israel. He saw an Egyptian mistreating mistreating an Israelite. So Moses came to the man's defense and avenged him, killing the Egyptian. 25. Moses assumed his fellow Israelites would realize that God had sent him to rescue them, but they didn't. The next day, he visited them again and saw two men of Israel fighting. He tried to be a peacemaker. Men, he said, you are brothers. Why are you fighting each other? But the man in the wrong pushed Moses aside. Who made you a ruler and judge over us? He asked, Are you going to kill me as you killed that Egyptian yesterday? When Moses had that when, when Moses had that he, he fled the country and lived as a foreigner in the land of Midian, where his is two sons were born. 40 years later, in the desert near Mount Sinai, an angel appeared to Moses in the flame of a burning bush. When Moses saw it, he was amazed at the sight. As he went to take a closer look, the voice of the Lord called out to him, I am the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Moses shook with terror and did not dare to look. Then the Lord said to him, Take off your sandal, for you are standing on holy ground. I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groans and have come down to rescue them. Now go, for I am sending you back to Egypt. So God sent back the same man his people had previously rejected when they demanded, Who made you a ruler and judge over us? Through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush, God sent Moses to be their ruler and savior. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't know whether you see the exact will, eh? That <laughs> Stephen was making his point. They rejected Moses. Oh, eh? And the same Moses that they rejected, God sent. Uh, they have rejected Jesus. And the same Jesus. God is sending. Now, God sent Moses by the voice of an angel uh, that in Jesus' case, God himself came and said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. A lot of them, they know the story. Okay. So as he recounts this story, I'm telling you, it is a magnificent account of the old testament we will see we will see where it stops okay so it's already uh, i think it's already about the book of Deuteronomy already if you want to put it at that it is through the angel who appeared to him in the burning bush god sent moses to be the ruler and savior and by means of many wonders and miraculous signs he led them out of egypt through the red sea and through the wilderness for 40 years so okay so we are gradually getting to the book of Deuteronomy. Moses himself told the people of Israel, God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people. Moses was with our ancestors, the assembly of God's people in the wilderness, when the angels spoke to him at Mount Sinai, And there Moses received life-giving words to pass on to pass on to, uh, to us. You can read up all of these accounts in, in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. He says, But our ancestors refused to listen to Moses. They rejected him and wanted to return to Egypt. As soon as that account happened, when God took them through the Red Sea, uh, this thing began. They began to reject Moses and began to question to question whether God was with them. They rejected him and wanted to return to Egypt. They told Aaron, make us some gods who can lead us, for we don't know what has become of, of this Moses who brought us out of Egypt. So they made an idol shaped like a calf and they sacrificed to it and celebrated over this thing they had made. Then God turned away from them and abandoned them to serve the stars of heaven as their gods in the book of the prophet it is written was it to me you were bringing sacrifices and offerings during those forty years in the uh, in the wilderness Israel. No, you carried your pagan gods, the shrine of Molech, the star of your god Rephan, and and the images you made. To worship them. So I will send you into exile as far as 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 far away as Babylon. You find this in the book of Amos, Amos chapter 5, from verse 25 to, to 27. Remember, Stephen just quoted, he told them the prophets. Okay. So Amos was one of them. So our ancestors carried the tabernacle with them through the wilderness. So why they carried the tabernacle they were also carrying their gods eh? the false idols that they were worshipping you heard it he said your pagan gods Molech, Refan, and also the images you made to worship them hmm. since our ancestors carried the tabernacle with them through the wilderness it was constructed according to the plan god had shown to moses Years later, when Joshua led our ancestors in battle against the nation that God drove out of this land, still in the book of Deuteronomy, the tabernacle was taken with them into their new territory, and it stayed there until the time of King David. Hmm. So gradually, the book of Deuteronomy is going to skip on into the book of of the kings. First king, David found favor with God and asked for the privilege of building a permanent temple for the God of Jacob. But it was Solomon who actually built it. However, the Most High doesn't live in temples made by human hand, as the prophet said. As the prophet says, "Heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool." Could you build me a temple as good as that? Asked the Lord. Could you build me such a resting place? Didn't my hand make both heaven and earth? Okay, this was a discussion um, between God and David. Okay, but you will find it in the book of Isaiah chapter 66, verse 1 and 2. It says, you stubborn people. And this is where okay, uh, Stephen moves away from the story. Because he had made his point. They rejected Moses, the one that they sent, uh, that God sent to them. And every word God gave Moses, wonderful words God gave Moses, they rejected. uh, And then they carried their gods with them. Okay, stubbornly choosing to follow what they wanted to do. And now they came to David. Even David, they refused. They refused to listen to. Okay? He says, could you build me such a resting place? Didn't my hand make such, make both heaven and earth? He says, you stubborn people. You are hidden at heart and deaf to the truth. Must you, must you forever resist the Holy Spirit? That's what your ancestors did and so do you. Name one prophet your ancestor didn't persecute. Go and check now. They killed the prophets by themselves. They killed Jeremiah. They killed all the prophets. They persecuted. Say, name one prophet your ancestor didn't persecute. They even killed the ones who predicted the coming of the righteous one, the Messiah, whom you betrayed and murdered. You deliberately disobeyed God's law, even though you received it from the hands of angels. Hmm. I'm telling you, eh? Stephen was cutting them to the bone. Eh? It was entering them, eh? It was touching them in their hearts. 54 says that the Jewish leaders were infuriated by Stephen's accusation, and they shook their fists at him in rage. But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, gazed steadily into heaven and saw the glory of God, and he saw Jesus standing in the place of honor at God's right hand. He sees Jesus standing at the right hand. Of the Father, but it was full of the Spirit, and I'm telling you, uh, this is what every believer, okay, who is able to stand for their faith, this is one thing they must have. They must be full of the Spirit, so that you don't deny your faith, okay. So even though they were shaking their fist at him in rage, even though they were threatening to kill him, Stephen stands his ground he says he sees jesus standing in the place of honor at god's right hand and he told them look i see the heavens opened and the son of man standing in the place of honor at god's right hand since then they put their hands over their ears imagine how cruel and wicked these people are they put their hands their hands their, their, their hands over their ears and began shouting they rushed at him and dragged him out of the city and began to stone him his accusers took off their coats and laid them at the feet of a young man named Saul so they stoned him as they stoned him Stephen prayed Lord Jesus receive my spirit sadly sadly receive my spirit Stephen prayed he fell to his knees Shouting, Lord, don't charge them with this sin. And with that, he died. Okay? So this one is also a response to those who feel uh, Christians should retaliate against those who kill other Christians. Uh, No, Jesus did not call us to such a life. Even in this, and I hope for every Christian who has to give their life. Okay? Have Have to lay down their life. Uh, the word is, Lord, don't charge this. Don't charge them with these sins. Uh, that demons controlling them at that time. Don't charge them with these sins. And with that, Stephen dies. Wow. Okay? Uh, big lessons. Lessons in courage here. Yeah? Uh, Stephen stands for his faith to the very end. I ask you again, will you be able to stand for your own faith, your faiths, De- that you declare in jesus will you be able to stand for it next let's read about the persecution that will begin because stephen has stirred up something <laughs> he has stirred up the honest best, eh they will not be able to contain it uh, okay let's move on to acts chapter 8 saul was one of the witnesses and he agreed completely with the killing of stephen the same solo that we write half of the of the new testament He says, a great wave of persecution began that day, sweeping over the church in Jerusalem. And all the believers, except the apostles, were scattered throughout, uh, through the regions of Judea and Samaria. Remember, Jesus told them, you will be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, in the, and then to the uttermost part of the earth. So, they were scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, fulfilling the words of Jesus. Some devout men came and buried Stephen with great mourning, but Saul was going everywhere to destroy the church. He went from house to house, dragging out both men and women to throw them into prison. Hmm. Next, Philip preaches in Samaria, but the believers who were scattered preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. Philip, for example, went to to the city of Samaria. Remember, Jesus visited this city once. hmm? Went to the city of Samaria and told the people there about the Messiah. Crowds listened intently to Philip because they were eager to hear his message and see the miraculous signs he did. Jesus had laid the foundation for him since many evil spirits were cast out, screaming as they left their victims and many who had been paralyzed or lame were healed. So there was great joy in that city. A man named Simon uh, had been a sorcerer there for many years, amazing the people of Samaria and claiming to be someone great. Everyone from the least to the greatest often spoke of him as the great one, the power of God. Wow, what title. (laughs) They listened closely to him because for a long time, He had astounded them with his magic. But now the people believed Philip's message of of good news concerning the kingdom of God and the name of Jesus Christ. As a result, many men and women were baptized. Uh, Then Simon himself believed and was baptized. He began following Philip wherever he went, and he was amazed by the signs and great miracles uh, Philip performed. This is when the apostles in Jerusalem had that the people of Samaria had accepted God, God's message, they sent Peter and John there. As soon as they arrived, they prayed for these new believers to receive the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit had not yet come upon any of them, for they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then Peter and John laid their hands upon these believers, and they received they received the Holy Spirit. When they laid hands on them, they received the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw ha, Philip had been worrying people since. When Simon saw that the Spirit was given when the apostles laid their hands on people, he offered them money to buy this power. Let me have this power too, he exclaimed, so that when I lay my hands on people, and they will receive the Holy Spirit. But Peter replied, May your money be destroyed with you, for thinking God's gift can be bought, the Holy Spirit cannot be purchased with money. He is purchased eh, with desire, a longing, Lord, give me your Holy Spirit. If that is your cry, God will fill you with the Holy Spirit. But it can't be bought with money. He says a God's gift can't can be For you to be thinking that God's gift can be bought. Since you can have no part in this, for your heart is not right with God. Repent of your wickedness and pray to the Lord. Perhaps he will forgive your evil thoughts. For I can see that you are full of bitter jealousy and are held captive by sin. So it meant when he was following Philip, he had always been wishing, Ah! I wish I can do exactly what this. Ah! I have lost my place in this city. They used to call me the power of God. Hey, this guy has come to take my place. If I can just have the same power here, yeah. uh, but he wanted it for the wrong, for a wrong motive, and so because of that, you know, I uh, he didn't get it. Uh, Peter says you are jealous, bitter jealousies. As uh, you see, you are held down by that, and are held captive by sins. It says, pray to the Lord for me, Simon exclaimed that these terrible things you've said won't happen to me. After testifying and preaching the word of the Lord in Samaria, Peter and John returned to Jerusalem and they stopped in many Samaritan villages along the way to preach the good news. Okay. On, Philip preaches to the Ethiopian Enoch, which many believe is how the gospel will eventually come to Africa. As for, Philip, an angel of the Lord, said to him... Go south, down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. He was having a successful ministry. There were signs and wonders happening during his ministration. God told him to go to the desert. (laughs) Wow. Wow. He says, go down the desert road that leads from Jerusalem to Gaza. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the candic, the, uh, the queen of Ethiopia. Uh, the eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading aloud from the book of the of the prophet Isaiah. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go over and walk along beside the carriage. Philip ran. Look at the way the Holy Spirit is talking to this person, and I, 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 I marvel at people who say the Holy Spirit cannot talk like this to people. I don't know about you, but it talks like that to me many times. Okay, various occasions I've had wonderful encounters where where if the voice of the holy spirit saved me uh once you know i i almost you know um you know was beaten by a snake but the holy spirit warned me just before i i lifted up the keg where the snake was under i'm telling you the holy spirit does speak to people like that god the holy spirit told him here go over and walk along beside the carriage Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, Do you understand what you are reading? The man replied, How can I, unless someone instructs me? And he urged Philip to come up into the carriage and sit with him. So, Philip got the opportunity to preach the gospel because he went out. He wanted to meet a need. For those of us who go out to preach the gospel, this is how to do it. Since the passage of the scripture he had been reading was this, he was led like a sheep to the slaughter, and as a lamb is silent before the shearers, he did not open his mouth. He was humiliated and received no justice. Who can speak of his descendants? For his life was taken, was taken from the earth. Obviously, that is the prophet Isaiah, right? Isaiah chapter 53, verse 7, 7 to 8. The eunuch asks Philip, Tell me, was the prophet talking about himself or someone else? So, beginning with this same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. Simple. eh? Jesus came (laughs) and how he died on the cross and how through him now salvation can be, you can be saved. Simple message. 36 As they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, "Obviously, he had become a believer. Look, uh, there's there's some water. Why can't I be baptized?" He immediately, he became born again. He was baptized. He ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. When they came when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. Eh? The same way he snatched up Elijah up to heaven, but no, yeah, Philip did not go up to heaven, okay? He just snatched him away and took him, took him somewhere else. He says, the eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Meanwhile, Philip found himself further north at the town of Azotus. He preached the good news there and in every town along the way until he came to Caesarea. Uh, amen praise the lord all right so that completes acts chapter 8 tomorrow we'll be reading acts chapter 9 so what lessons can we take can we take from uh, our discussion this morning first of all stephen that boldness that courage to be able to stand from one's faith where does it come from it comes from the holy spirit i pray for you again you Will not deny Jesus, you will not deny your faith. Um, I am sure that there are going to be people that they were told choose between Jesus or this particular person choose between Jesus and Allah, for example, you know, and them thinking, Ah, if I just deny my faith now, maybe they will spare me and then I will be able to um, ask for forgiveness later. What if? They killed you immediately. And then the last thing you did was to deny Jesus. Huh? That will not be your portion in the mighty name of Jesus. All right. So we see that Stephen was able to stand for his faith yeah, here because the Holy Spirit gave him courage. And this is one of the things we will pray for this morning. Courage, courage, courage. Second, second lesson for me this morning is persecution that came. Was it God that brought this persecution? Maybe because they had tabernacled, okay, in Jerusalem. They were not moving. Jesus specifically told them they were going to take the message, you know, preach it in Jerusalem and then to to Samaria in Judea and then to the uttermost part of the earth. But they had tabernacled in Jerusalem, and it, you know, it it took persecution for them to begin to move. So, big lessons for us this morning. Don't wait for persecution to do the will of God. No, don't wait for persecution to do the will of God. For some of us, some people, until God begins to put a fire under them, they will not move. Don't let that be you. Don't become like a like a cow that has to, or like a horse that has to be dragged, you know, with with a noose or with a rope around its neck. No, you don't need persecution. What you need is the Holy Spirit to guide you. So let's pray together this morning. Holy Spirit, guide me in everything I do. Give me courage to stand for my faith. Will you open your mouth and begin to pray this morning? Give me courage to stand for my faith. Courage never to deny you. Never to deny that I know you, that I love you. Father, I pray this morning for boldness to speak for Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, let me speak like Stephen spoke. Let me speak like Jesus spoke. Let me speak like Philip spoke. In the mighty name of Jesus, I also pray this morning, Lord, for the grace to walk with your spirit in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you this morning. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening today. God bless you. Enjoy your day.